0: and welcome to How To Be Successful with me, Vicki Paul. I'm an intuitive artist, energy healer, and author, and I'm on a mission to help you live with more joy, purpose, and meaning. How To Be Successful is a straight-talking, heartfelt, and enlightening podcast full of soul-centered wisdom, home truths, life-changing insights, and free-flowing conversations with some of the most inspiring, knowledgeable and honest voices in well-being, spirituality, self-love and personal development. It's a show for people who are no longer satisfied chasing society's version of success because they're ready to embrace their gifts and thrive on their own terms. Welcome to episode four of How To Be Successful. I want to talk to you today about finding your purpose. This is at the very essence of everything that I do, whether it's through my artwork, my workshops, or my book, How To Be Successful. It's all about helping you find your purpose, find that sense of meaning, understanding who you are at a soul level, so that you can connect and engage from that place of truth. Because that is the only way that you're gonna feel fulfilled, that you're gonna feel that you have a purpose and that your life is going to have meaning. This was something that eluded me for so many years because I believed I was what I did, rather than why I did it. And that's the key difference and the key mistake that so many of us make. We believe we are what we do. We start with what. However, you may have already seen the TED Talk by Simon Sinek, who says that the reason people like Martin Luther King or brands like Apple command such loyalty from people, employees, customers and investors is because they start with why, then they move on to the how and then it's the what and why is a human feeling? So the reason Martin Luther King or Apple connects so deeply with people is because they are connecting on a human level. So your purpose, whether you like it or not, is rooted in a feeling, which is probably the opposite of what so much of the conversation about purposes on social media and online and through the media. Your purpose is a thing. It's supposed to be something that you do. Well, that is true, but it's only half the story. Years ago, as you know, I was a radio presenter. And when I lost that career, I ended up in a downward spiral. And that is because I believed I was what I did. I had wrapped my entire identity round the what rather than the why. And it took me a long time to recognize this and then to reconnect with my why. And I use the word reconnect very deliberately because you are already connected to your purpose. You might not be able to see it for the wood. What's that expression? The wood, you might not be able to see the wood from the trees, that's it. It might be clouded from your vision. You might not be able to fully articulate it, but if you've come to a point in your life where you feel lost or dissatisfied or disconnected or is this it, then the chances are your purpose is trying to come out of you. You haven't been living it or your purpose has changed. We don't just have one purpose running throughout all of our lives. There will be a connection to each of our purposes. Now to just take things back, a few centuries, Aristotle attempted to identify the exact number of core emotions that human beings had. That included fear, confidence, anger, shamelessness, pity, kindness. Our emotions are at the root of our purpose. But again, that's just part of the story. Emotions and feelings and mood tend to get mixed up in our society, and our culture, within ourselves. We kind of discombobulate the words and they all mean the same thing when in actual fact they don't. Your emotions are hardwired. They're a limbic response. So they are hardwired. They tend to come out of you really quickly. It's an instant hit. You instantly feel shame. You instantly feel anger. But they can disappear as quickly as they arise. Our feelings, on the other hand, are very individual and very specific to us. And again, according to scientists and research, there's roughly about 34,000 different feelings, which is mind-blowing. 34,000 feelings. I don't know about you, but I could probably only list about 15 or 20. Is it any wonder that we really struggle to articulate and understand how we feel when the chances are most of you listing could probably only name a handful of feelings? But our feelings are very specific to our lives. If I give you an example, a pub full of people. Yeah, we're out of lockdown and this is what we do now. And it's a dog friendly pub. And I walk in with my lovely little cocker spaniel, Lucy. Some people in the pub are gonna go, oh my God, that's amazing, how cute is Lucy? And they'll want to come up and pat her and have a chat. If you're a dog owner, you know this happens. But then there will be other people who'll think, oh my God, a dog in a place where we eat food? This should not happen. Get it out. Now that's the exact same scenario, but these two people or these two groups of people have very different feelings to the exact same scenario. And that could be because the people who don't like dogs were maybe bitten by a dog when they were a kid, etc., etc. So they have a very different response, a feeling response to the dog coming in. Whereas the other people, the doggy folk, think well that's cute we love dogs how nice because I can't either afford a dog or I can't have a dog because I live in a flat or I work full-time and they're delighted to get the opportunity to pat a dog. So our feelings are very specific to us and that's why we need to start to reconnect with our feelings to be able to understand our why to understand our purpose because our purpose makes us feel a certain way but we live in a society and in a world where we kind of have to keep our feelings and our emotions underwrapped it's not something that we really want to express openly particularly the ones that we're kind of not happy with anger fear judgment contempt the shame etc etc all those kind of shadow emotions that we don't love about ourselves but let's face it we all have it we do try and keep those sometimes hidden from ourselves. I know that when I was going through some difficult times emotionally and spiritually after the loss of my job, to try and not feel all the horrible feelings that I had, the rejection, the shame, the disappointment, the fear, I managed to, unbeknownst to me, shut off all my feelings and true story. When I started to reconnect in this way, I came across a book by Danielle Laporte, which one of my friends Vicky highly recommended, and it's brilliant. If you haven't heard of Danielle, go and check it out. But the book's called The Desire Map, and it's all about our core desired feelings. And I knew that I wanted to feel passionate about my life. I wanted to feel passionate about the work that I did, and I wanted to feel passion in general in my relationships. But I didn't actually know what passion felt like. I know that sounds ridiculous. I knew what the word was, but I didn't know what it felt like. And I actually had to Google passion and passionate to start to reconnect with what that word meant for me. So our why starts when we are children. As a kid, you had imagination. You used to play. Nothing was out of bounds. You could be a superhero if you wanted to paint the sea pink. When you were doing a a drawing for your parents or in nursery school, you'd paint the sea pink. Who cared? There was no limits. However, as we grow up, people start to impose their opinions on us and we start to believe them. And our current troubles and anxieties tend to stem from childhood and they get in the way of our own sense of self, our own sense of connection to what we know to be true for us. So as we grow up and move through life, we become more disconnected with that sense of freedom because living a life of purpose really is about freedom. Does this sound familiar? I have no idea what my purpose is. I want the work I do every day to be more meaningful and useful in the world, but I just cannot figure out what my purpose is no matter how hard I try. How about... What activities would I do in my life that would bring me more joy and meaning? Or maybe you say, what should I be doing with my time and my abilities that's gonna make a difference? Or perhaps it's, what direction should I be pursuing so that I feel better than this boring, meaningless work that I'm doing every single day that just leaves me feeling empty? Have you any idea why this line of questioning is not working for you? And it's one simple word what? Remember at the beginning of this podcast episode I told you that Simon Sinek says we start with why? We need to understand why. So if you're questioning what should I be doing, what can I do, what activities, what, 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 then you are not going to understand and connect with your purpose. If you change that to why, then that's when you will start to make leaps and bounds forward in the right direction in terms of connecting with your purpose. So what does living purposefully actually mean and how the heck is it going to make your life better? Well, living life of purpose makes you feel alive, it makes you feel clear and it makes you feel authentic. And I know authenticity is such an overused word, but it's really about the truth of the essence of who you are. And because so many people follow society's version of success, we have no idea who we are as individuals because society is structured in such a way that the rules are for the masses. And that may work for some people. I'm not knocking it, but it might not be working for you. So being purposeful and living a life of purpose is all about having a reason for being. It's the big question stuff, which can feel quite intimidating, I believe that the problem with our search for purpose really is what we should be doing to earn a living. And that might be true for some people, but it's not always true for all of us. And we can live our purpose just by smiling at someone in the street. You know, so it doesn't have to be huge, big, grandiose ideas, which is wonderful if it is, but it could simply be to be more loving. My purpose is to be a more loving human being to myself and to other people. So I remember somebody said to me when I was still doing my PR and I wasn't loving it, I loved that it gave me the freedom to work my own hours but I actually didn't love the work. It had changed over the years and I just wasn't happy with it. And somebody said to me, do you know Vicky, you can actually live your purpose doing this job and that is because you change how you interact with the people that you work with You know, when I was contacting journalists, sometimes I would be feeling a bit fearful because I didn't want to interrupt them or I was just not really sure about the project and whether the story I had was going to be right for them. But because my clients were keen to get into that paper or whatever it was, I put this forward and wanted to contact them. And I would be feeling a bit cringy to be honest. And then I thought, actually, no, let me think about this. This journalist is probably up to their eyeballs in deadlines and having to write articles because perhaps staff have been let go because that was the way the landscape was at the time so perhaps my email is going to land right at the point where they need something different something extra something new so an actual fact i'm providing a service for this person because that's going to prevent them having to go and spend additional time looking for stories. And the minute I changed my mindset around to the fact that I was providing a service, I was being of service, then I changed my whole attitude and the energy shifted and I was living a life of purpose. Even though the job that I was doing wasn't bringing me the fulfillment that I believed I wanted. Living on purpose is about being of service and supporting others someone else, that give and take, that flow of energy. Because it empowers us, we feel useful, we feel valued, we feel validated, we've been of help to somebody. So that's just a sort of simple example of purpose and living a life of purpose and what that actually means and how you can start to live purposefully right now, even when you maybe don't love your job or the relationship you're in is not right. It starts with understanding how you want to feel. And at that time in my life, because my self-worth was kinda low, I wanted to feel valued, I wanted to feel validated. So I was able to find that sense of purpose still doing the job that I thought wasn't my purpose. And I said at the beginning of this episode that our purpose can change throughout our life. And, And that is true, but there's always some golden thread running through all of our purpose. It's the how we experience and express our purpose that changes as well as the what changes. I love to communicate. I love to share stories, mine and other people's. And that's been at the very essence of my entire life. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an actress and I used to put on plays for my family. I went to amateur dramatic clubs when I was young. And then when I hit sort of teenage years and puberty and I moved school... I did not have a good experience. I I, I ended up in a, a private school and it was an all-girls school and it was really bitchy, but we'll leave that for another podcast. And I just did not feel like I fitted in and I stopped the acting. I felt that I wasn't good enough and I started to listen to some of the bullying conversations that went on around me and I believed these people and I dimmed my light and I didn't um, act for years, for years and years and years until I found presenting and dancing. So for me it's all about communication and you can tell a story through a dance, you can tell a story through poetry, you can tell a story by sharing and connecting, you can tell a story visually when you paint. So there's all these different ways of expressing my purpose but it's all about communicating, it's all about sharing stories. So I hope this has been of some use to you in terms of your purpose. But what I'd love to do before the episode finishes is to give you some ideas to finding your purpose because sometimes, and I know because I was that person, it just felt such a mammoth task and I had no idea how I was gonna connect with my purpose that it just felt far too daunting and I just put it off and put it off and put it off. I procrastinated. But one of the best ways to reconnecting with yourself because I said that our purpose is always in there it's just desperate to get out but it cannot come out if we allow our mind to be so busy that we don't allow the truth of our gut instinct our intuition our energetic being whatever you want to call it to come through it's always trying to connect with us and and communicate through us and with us but we get so stuck in our own head that we can't hear it or I should say we can't feel it because our intuitive self is very much feeling based so what you can do to get yourself out of your head and into the sort of feeling sense of your body if you're not good at meditation this is a brilliant way to access your intuition and to start to access the feeling aspect of your body what I want you to do is just sit down if you're not already take a few deep breaths and just Breathe in and breathe out. And close your eyes if you haven't already. And if you're listening to this on the train, that's okay. Don't be bothered about anyone else. They're not paying attention to you. I want you to take your right hand and just place it over your heart. And then just take your awareness to the sensations that you feel On your hand and on your chest, you may find that you feel warmth. You may find that pressure is the first thing that comes to your mind, or your awareness, I should say. Where are you feeling that pressure? Is it on the palm of your hand? Is it through your fingers? Or are you feeling it on your chest? Do you feel your clothing? or you just feel the sensation of heat and what I want you to do is when you take the next few breaths is send your awareness to really embody the feelings and the sensations that you have in your hand and on your chest and you may find that that heat feeling, that energy feeling becomes more intense and maybe it would spread beyond the pressure of your hand or the the area of your hand. It might start to radiate through your body and out through to your shoulder blades, maybe across your shoulders and down your sides towards your belly. Just take a few moments to explore that sensation, that feeling. And what may happen, whether it's today or if you try this several times, do not be judgmental about anything that comes up or doesn't come up. It's just about starting the practice and starting to reconnect with your energetic being, your physical being, the feelings within you. Because what will happen the more you do this exercise is that you will start to feel emotions arise, feelings will start to arise, memories will come through to you. So it won't just be about the physical feeling sensation. It'll start to be about the emotional feelings. And that is what you want to do to start to reconnect with who you are and start that dialogue again with your internal compass, your intuition. And when we start that dialogue, we become much more connected to the very essence of who we are, which holds all the knowledge that we need to live the very best version of who we are, the life of purpose, the life with meaning, joy, love. All of these, sensations, all of these feelings, all of these experiences that we so deeply cherish and so deeply long for, they're all available just by reconnecting with the ethereal, the energetic, the spiritual, the soulful aspect of who we are as human beings. So another exercise that you can do if you enjoy writing is to start to get the thoughts out of your head all the good the bad the ugly and whether you do this in the morning or you do this in the evening it does not matter but just to spend five minutes journaling or writing hopes and dreams and aspirations desires stuff in your life that you want to get rid of people you want to forgive and when we get that out of our head, the actual process of writing physically, so don't type it, don't put it into your notes on your smartphone. Use a pen and a piece of paper and physically write it out. And that is a very cathartic experience. It The, the sort of physicality of writing takes the energy and it connects physically with us. So it comes out of your body energetically and the process of physically writing it releases that energy and it helps release not only experiences and situations and memories that are blocking you or challenging you or holding you back. It allows that energy to be released from your body, which creates space for something new to come through. So that's another amazing tool, another way that you can start to reconnect with your feelings and reconnect with your purpose. And the other thing I always tell clients is, remember what you were like as a kid. What used to make you laugh? What brought you joy? What made you feel calm? What did you do when you played? Remember back in the day when we used to play with people <laughs> rather than uh, be on our smartphones and, and you know computer games and all the rest of it, where you physically played? What did you actually do? What brought you joy as a child? Because in that story, in that memory, there is the footprint of your purpose. How you choose to express that purpose today, tomorrow, in your future as an adult will vary. It might be the same thing. You might go back to acting. However, you might just need to stand up in front of a group of people and communicate the product, the message, the story. You just need to have that ability to be seen and to share your energy in a way that supports other people. So there's lots of different ways that our purpose can play out. Any inner work that we do takes time, it takes patience and it takes commitment. So if all you can do is spend five minutes a day connecting in some way, whether it's through meditation, whether it's through reconnecting with your feelings, with the hand exercise or it's journaling, make a commitment today to do this for a week. See how you go on in the week and then take that to a month. So it's all about baby steps. Finding your purpose does not always happen overnight. It just depends how open you are, how energetically connected you are and how ready you are to make the shifts that will inevitably need to happen to live your calling. Because shifts and changes do happen because you're living in an energetic path at this very moment in time and if you're not happy and it's not bringing you the satisfaction, the joy, the love, the sense of self-worth, the purpose, the meaning that you know, you know deep down you are deserving of at the very core, even if it's just a glimmer And, and you know you will have that glimmer because you have dreams, you have hopes, you have aspirations. You know, you would say to yourself, if only I could win the lottery, I would do blah, you know, fill in the blank. So we all have that deep sense of knowing that we are here to embody our gifts, embody our talents and share that in a way that's going to be of service to ourselves and other people. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope you have an amazing day or evening wherever you are in the world. Sending you lots of love. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. If you'd like to find out more about today's guest then please check out the show notes. And if you'd like to connect with me, then head over to my website, vickypaul.com, or you can find me on Instagram at VickyJPaul. Why not take advantage of a special subscriber-only 10% discount off my personalised soul portraits and intuitive readings, All you need to do is get in touch using the promo code PODCAST21, that's PODCAST21. And don't forget, you can buy my book, How to Be Successful, available anywhere that you buy books, or you can also get it via the link in the show notes. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And please continue to share this podcast with anyone you think might find it useful. I'd also really love if you could write a review because that helps myself and my guests get discovered by more kindred spirits.